following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Thirty years of the best sports talk in Middle Tennessee, featuring Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer George Plaster, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame coach Watson Brown, and Young Guns Billy Derrick and Michael Sendrick. And now here's your host, George Plaster. Hello again, everybody. Welcome in. It is again a beautiful Thursday in Nashville, Tennessee. Boy, the weather has been incredible. Now, could we use a little bit of rain? Oh, yeah, we could. But enjoy the good stuff while it lasts. Let's head up to Cookville. Say hello to Coach Watson Brown. Watson, I'm about to cough on you. So say hello. <laughs> Boy, that was nice. Hey, the old mute buttons are gone, babe, on television. Yeah. You just you just you just suck it up and say hi yeah, to everybody. You just don't have much choice. Not much choice. How you doing? I'm good. You okay after that cough? We don't need to call an ambulance or anything, do we? No, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna make it. You're okay? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, doing good. Thank you for asking. Oh, anytime. Yeah. Let's, uh, Billy, how are you? George, I'm great. You said Cookville. You didn't say the plateau. What? What's going on? Oh, I don't on know. Here? Look, I had to spit out whatever I was going to spit out. I had to do it quick. I'm, I, I miss hearing the plateau. That's my favorite part. The how plateau. are things up on the plateau? The plateau. Y'all got to learn how to say it. The plateau. The plateau. The plateau. It's the plateau. Plateau. You live on the plateau. Since when is Watson a, a phonics professor? <laughs> never been, never will be, but uh, I like Don't it. Claim uh, that one. Plateau. 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 Live on the plateau. You know what? <laughs> let's just get him out of here and let's get Terry McCormick in here after his Yankees struck out. What was it? 17 times? Terrible. They uh, had their chances. They really did have their chances to, you know, not Verlander out of the game early, but couldn't do it. I think Severino will pitch good tonight, though. I think you got a shot. I think so. I mean, I, I feel pretty confident. And really, of these first two games, you just need to win one in order to really yeah. put yourself in a good position. Amen. Good luck tonight. So tell me a little bit about what is going on in Titanland. Well, George, uh, I'd say the Titans probably still have a little bit of injury concern uh, on the offensive line. Nate Davis uh, was limited for a second straight day of practice with a foot injury. You know, he missed that game against the Washington Commanders a couple of weeks ago. They really need him back because this Indianapolis Colts defensive front has kind of found their stride over the last couple of games. And, you know, they've got to do what they can to protect Ryan Tannehill in this ballgame and give the, give the offense a chance to have 
a little balance with the pass to go with the run game that they're going to expect out of Derrick Henry. Terry, it, with this off week that they've had, do you expect any other wrinkles or is it pretty much business as usual? Well, I think they probably just want to get in there and, you know, fix some of the things maybe that they've been deficient in, such as the pass protection and especially the second half issues that they've had moving the football, getting first downs and scoring points. I think that is one of the big issues on the offensive side of the ball. On the defensive side of the ball, really the biggest thing that needs to be fixed is what's in the secondary with all the injuries. They're going to get a Monty Hooker back, which is a good sign. They're going to get Bud Dupree back to help with the pass rush. So that should help a little bit too. But uh, I think they wanted to use the bye for a couple of things, do a little self-scouting and try to get a little healthier going into this key divisional matchup. Are you pretty convinced Zach Cunningham will not play Sunday? I would be shocked if he plays. I think uh, you're going to see Dylan Cole and maybe some of Joe Schobert out there filling in for uh, Zach Cunningham once again. Cole's done a pretty decent job uh, as a fill-in. Uh, really, uh, this three-game stretch that he started is the first three starts of his NFL career. He's been in the league since 2017, but he's done a decent job. And uh, they've kind of sung his praises a little bit. Terry, since a uh, couple of days ago when Jeremy Fowler put out the Austin Hooper thing, um, have you found that there's some validity or he just threw something on the wall and hoped it sticks? I think he probably just threw something on the wall and hopes it sticks. I think, you know, Austin Hooper, we talked to him on Wednesday for a little bit, uh, the reporters did, and he really didn't want to get into a whole lot of why he's not, uh, you know, been getting a lot of opportunities or making a lot of plays for this team. I think he's probably as disappointed as anybody in the numbers he's put up thus far. But uh, as far as the Titans, you know, they run so much too tight end offense that they only have four on the roster. I can't imagine them dispatching one of them and sending him away in the middle of a season when they rely so much on the tight end position, not only to catch the ball, but to block, uh, especially to help that offensive line, not only in run blocking, but in pass protection. Terry, appreciate it as always. We'll uh, talk again tomorrow, same time, same place. All right, sounds good. Terry McCormick starts our show during football season every day with his daily Titans update. That update, that daily Titans update was just powered by the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. They are proven to be trusted with your most personal asset. Give them a call at 615-906-8458. Also, Sumner Funeral and Cremation. They are sharing their family with yours in your time of need. Now, with two convenient locations in both Gallatin and Hendersonville, you can also find them online at SumnerFuneral.com. Sumner Funeral and Cremation, traditional, affordable, and dignified. All right, George, we start uh, today's update with the Nashville Predators tonight. They're in action in Columbus at Nationwide Arena. That's a 6 o'clock puck drop. Can the Preds stay out of the penalty box? That That's what I'll be watching for tonight. Uh, yeah, and if they can't, they're really going to start to hear this. This is this has become the issue, Watson, around this team, as you and I talked about yesterday with Mark McGee, and they either fix it or they're not going anywhere. Well, and it's, it's time to fix it because we've been hammering this 
I, I, I got pretty into it yesterday because I've been talking about this for a full year and said in the playoffs, if you don't fix this, you're not going anywhere. And Mark said it yesterday. They're not good enough to win the Stanley Cup. But how do you do that? You play better. You play a lot better as a team and you can make up for maybe just not hardly the talent level to get to the Stanley Cup. And they're not doing that. Can you imagine a whole quarter difference in offense? Can you imagine that? I don't know how they're in. I don't know how they nearly won the game. Oh, I'll tell you how. First of all, they were in total control. UC was played out of his mind, uh, also played out of his mind uh, in the overtime period that allowed them to even get to a shootout. Uh, they they dominated the game in spite of all the problems. He kept bailing them out. Well, Watson finally, finally the dam broke, you know, in the final four or five minutes of, of regulation, and that's what ended up happening. Yeah. Got to get it stopped. And it's, I said it yesterday, I strongly believe this, that those time type of issues come from the head coach. Nobody else. The head coach has to get those things under control. And I'm, I, I hope he does. Um, he, you, you can't, you come in with a physical nature about you that you want your team to play, but you, you can't not play by the rules. So he's got to fix this, George. And it's, and it's all on coach Hines to do that. And I, I'll be shocked if he doesn't. Bingo. What's number two? Number two, George, we've got some NFL tonight, Thursday night football. I think they're calling this the sports equinox night where you got basically, you know, every all four, all four major leagues in yeah. action. Of course, Thursday night football tonight, Arizona and New Orleans, 715. Arizona's a two and a half point favorite tonight. We might see that a little bit later uh, on the on the old card, but uh, Arizona and New Orleans tonight, at least this will probably be better than Monday night's game. Well, We're it'll hoping. definitely be better than the last two Thursday night games. Where the over-under has been 12. <laughs> Take the under. It's unbelievable. <laughs> if you like field goals, man, Amazon Prime. They've they, got they have, Oh, they've got field goals. They've got defense. They've got field goals. And they've got um, Ryan Fitzpatrick with those goofy-looking outfits he's wearing. Oh, the pre and post game set. Oh, that's what a, in the world? That's it, even better. It's a freak show. <laughs> what else you got, George? We uh we got more NFL. Tom Brady has apologized for his controversial uh, comment the other day. Um, he uh, compared going through an NFL season to military deployment on a podcast with Larry Ooh. Fitzgerald. Uh, he said, "I almost look like look at an NFL season like you're going away on deployment in the military." And it's like, man, here I go again. Uh, but he apologized earlier today, calling the metaphor a very poor choice of words. Who? I guess. <laughs> Watson, he has come unglued. This this thing is getting him, George. It's getting, it's getting weird. It, it, it's it's getting him. This this divorce thing is getting to him bad. I can see it in his eyes. I mean, he's got to get something worked out. I, I this this is tough. It's tough on the Bucks. But he's also making poor decisions. This statement, uh, over there publicly yelling at your players, your linemen like that, I, there's a way you can get on them without going over there and sticking a finger in everybody's face. And then to me, the real bad one was 
not traveling with the team and missing a walkthrough on Saturday to go to his old owner's wedding. Uh, I couldn't believe he did that. Did I he mean, sit with Belichick? Huh? <laughs> I kind of doubt that one. <laughs> uh, you'll be I on the right and you'll be on the left. I'll bet you Belichick was there, though. So that's interesting oh, sure you brought that would. up, George. So, I mean, that, I wonder if they spent some time hugging each other on the side. I don't know. You, but want, he's just, you want my gut he's doing, Would you not say he's doing things we ain't ever seen him do before? Oh, my God. I mean, you know in that locker room that while they may not be saying it to the press, they are all sitting there yapping about what has, what has happened to him. Well, you leave the team on a Saturday day for a game, and that's a walk, an important walkthrough. And then you come back and things aren't going, you're, you're jumping everybody. I, those two, to me, don't go together. That just don't go together. And he, he's going to have to get himself straightened out or they're going to end up having a bummed out year when they're favored to be one of the Super Bowl, one of the couple of teams coming out of the NFC for the Super Bowl. Right now, they don't look at, no, they don't look at it all. To close to it. No. Another yeah. another sign is losing to to Kenny Pickett, uh, rookie quarterback. So well, it was really well, Kenny Pickett and Trubisky because Pickett right. was going in the third quarter. Trubisky oh, yeah. went what ten or twelve when yeah. he came in. So that where's that defense we saw early in the year the Bucks were playing? I mean, they're getting picked apart right now. Now yeah. they're not getting a lot of points on them, but they're not being dominant like we've seen them be. Certainly not. And uh, another team that hasn't been as dominant as we thought they would be is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson, one of the worst fourth quarter quarterbacks, you know, we've seen. We had that on the stat of the day. He's got a receiver. You did have receiver. to bring that up again, didn't you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, bring that up again. Why don't you, Billy? My, my, I was talking to Michael about it yesterday. We said, y'all should have gotten that. Oh, thank you very much. Well, you know, tell Michael to get to town and and sit in this right. seat and see how that goes. You young guns, you know what? Us, us old, I won't call us what I would call us, but what are you thinking? Us, what is, oh, us old people. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> you didn't say that on TV, he did you? Yeah, he just did. Uh, you didn't hear me. <laughs> We're, this tide will turn, brother. You two will take it on the chin. At some point, George and I are going to double team the fool out of you. <laughs> so, and, what, and our, our stat of the days will be a. Much worse than yours have been. I can tell you. you can just go back to one on, you will come up with one. It's easy. Well, for you, just you don't know anything that that's any earlier than 2012. Good point. You <laughs> think point. the world started? All we got to go back is 2000, and neither one of them will have a clue. <laughs> a clueless. I'll go to Michael for that one. Yeah. But uh, what were they both two years old at that point? <laughs> <laughs> they, they have no sense of history. No, none, zero. I'm not they the historian. History. No, not the historian that George George is. Uh, but George, as I was getting to, yeah, veteran, what, what were you getting to? <laughs> I was getting to Deshaun Jackson, veteran receiver, has said that he wants to sign with Baltimore because of Lamar Jackson. He said he's been keeping his eye on Lamar for a while, and that he sees a lot of characteristics to Michael Vick. So uh, Deshaun Jackson may be hoping Lamar Jackson. Uh, will uh, maybe help revive his career. Somehow. Wonderful. That was a heartwarming story. Keep going. <laughs> you, you guys got to talk about it. No, we don't. Keep oh, going. we're passing on that one. You, you and Michael could talk about that one off the air somewhere <laughs> if you want to have fun with it. 
You're the one that told me to put in the update, Joel. I know. <laughs> I feel bad because it's a nothing story. Keep going. Good one, good one Billy. Oh, man. Don't man. be telling stuff behind the scenes like that, Billy. You got to watch yourself, boy. You I'm can't be start, doing that. Starting to reveal some show prep. Here. Yeah, you're doing show prep here now. We don't do that. <laughs> it's against oh, the man. rules. We got a couple more here. Mac Jones is going to start Monday night against Chicago, and Dak Prescott will start on Sunday against Detroit. So, I mean, there's a big shock. A couple of big quarterbacks coming back in action this weekend. Yeah. Dak against the Lions. Um, Mac Jones against the Bears. That's the Monday night game. Mm, great game. He better he better perform because I'm telling you, Zappy's been playing Zappy some ball. has played very well. Yeah, Zappy, I mean, he took the reins. He's led the Patriots to two wins. He sure has. I mean, and, and played well. It's not just yards. being out there managing the game. He's made plays. Yeah, he's only thrown yeah. one interception. I mean, Mac wow. Jones better get it on quick. There could be a hook on him that we all don't know. I'm could, telling could you. Could be a quick hook. Hook to a hilltopper. Ooh, oh, good one, George. That, that was a good one. H is there. Sounds like a movie. <laughs> so uh, are we now finished? We are all that done. Was a riveting update. Thank you, George. You, it's my honor. You're welcome. Let me tell you what's coming. We're going to talk with Brad Logan from Brad Logan Sports in Oxford, Mississippi. This guy is wired into the Ole Miss scene. And boy, do they have a big one Saturday in Baton Rouge against LSU. CBS thought enough of it. It is their game of the day at 2.30. Then during the 5 o'clock hour, underdog picks. Mm. There is better news for at least one of us. And that one of us is me. It's the guy. Congratulations, George. You climbed up a little bit closer to not being in last place. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Watson. Would you just X him out of the picture? No, I, I, like, I, I like this, George. Yeah. I'm a producer. I, I'm <laughs> hey, hey, Billy, this man has gotten on me for three years for being dead last. He has eaten me up for three years. I have ever right at least for a couple of weeks to get on his case a little bit. Oh, dear. This is it. your chance. And I'm doing it, too. I'm yeah. getting and I'm going to deal case. with it. I'm going to deal with it as well. <laughs> I don't know how, but we'll figure that out at five o'clock. We'll go to our first break. This is Main Street Media Television. Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. 
I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East. And for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Barner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email Eric at rockcastlewealth.com. You know, for all the talk about Georgia and Alabama and Tennessee as the big three in the SEC, kind of quietly, a fourth has crashed the party. It's the undefeated Ole Miss Rebels who are 7-0 and and headed to Baton Rouge Saturday for a huge showdown 
with the Bengal Tigers. I'm told Brad Logan, Ole Miss insider extraordinaire, is on the line with us. Brad, how are you? I'm doing well, George. It was great meeting you in person at the Ole Miss Vanderbilt game. And, uh, you know, that game started out, Vanderbilt fighting really hard, but Ole Miss was able to withstand that Commodore punch in the second half. And, yeah, it's a big one on Saturday. The Rebels are undefeated. Uh, oddly enough, George, uh, opened up as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The Rebels were. Now LSU favored by two-and-a-half at home against a top-ranked team, and LSU's not even ranked. You don't see that very often. No, you don't. I'm guessing that means a bunch of Bayou money has gone, I don't know, to Houston or to Vegas or somewhere because you're right. It's another one of these where you're like, is the right team favored? And I don't know the answer to that, George. And the reason I say that is, is in one hand, I'm like, well, you know, Ole Miss is 7-0, and and I just don't know how good they are. I don't know if they played anybody with a pulse because in one hand, we've seen Bandy, we've seen Tulsa, we've seen Georgia Tech's not very good. The best team Ole Miss has beaten so far, I think, is Kentucky. And then, you know, we saw South Carolina go on the road, beat Kentucky without Will Levis. And then Kentucky comes back and beats Mississippi State with Will Levis. So maybe Kentucky's a decent team. Auburn, you know, ran, you know, pretty rough shot over that Ole Miss defense. So a lot of unknowns with this game. I think the main thing is what we do know is that uh, Jane Daniels, the quarterback for LSU, she's playing much better. And uh, Ole Miss is going to try to run the football. Those are the two things we know pretty much for sure. Brad, let me ask you this. Down in the Oxford area, you know, you can play the game of saying, boy, if Ole Miss goes to LSU and wins and then somehow gets Alabama in Oxford, the sky's the limit. How much of that kind of talk is going on down there? Well, honestly, I think people are cautiously optimistic. I said on a show last night that, that I think that's a pretty uh, adapt word to talk about this offense and this defense and this Lane Kiffin-led team. And, and, and the answer is, is you can have a pretty good season if you lose on Saturday to LSU, but you can have a fantastic season is on the horizon if you can win at LSU. And, and you're going to have to do some things. You know, this is a gauntlet for Ole Miss. I mean, that right now they've got the 109th-ranked schedule of all active 113 teams. That's because the schedule is ahead of them. It's not behind them. And Because, you know, if you go down to LSU, by the way, you've got to go on the road to Texas A&M, a night game the following week. Then you come home to face Alabama. Then you go on the road to face uh, A.J. Jefferson or D.J. Jefferson and the quarterback for Arkansas. And then to cap it off, you've got Mississippi State at home. And by the way, Mike Leach is 0-2 against Ole Miss. I can guarantee the Bulldogs be ready uh, for the Rebels on Thanksgiving night. So it's a murderer's row, and I think everybody is optimistic, but I think they're realistic because it's very easy that you could say that Ole Miss goes seven and five, or maybe what ten and two, and uh, it's it, it's going to be interesting. But it all starts on Saturday for sure. Yeah, it's it's what Watson talks about a lot. The the piling up of, of opponents one after another after another that makes it so hard. Brad, when when I saw uh, Jackson Dart here, you know, I came away going, eh, not sure. 
So I'll just, I'll ask the question, is he good enough if they're down by four with two and a half minutes left to lead them on a game-winning drive? Is he at that caliber? Without making a mistake, I don't know that he is right now, George, but I think he's getting better each week. Uh, you know, from the very beginning, and the schedule's set up really nice to have a team that's full of transfers. And this team is absolutely full of transfers from the top down, from the running back room to the wide receiver room. And so, obviously, the transfer that everybody, everybody looked at is the USC transfer quarterback, Jackson Dart. And you saw him make two boneheaded plays against Vanderbilt. And one was the – both of those were interceptions. They were bad decisions. And one of them right was, was wide before the half when Ole Miss uh, was going down for a score. And Coach Lane Kiffin talked about that at halftime he had a very, very frank conversation with Jackson Dart, and it was very one-sided. And he's gotten better each week. He threw one interception last week against Auburn, but that was simply because Jonathan Mingo just had it in his hands and it bounced up in the air. It wasn't his fault. So he's getting better uh, by not turning the ball over. But, but George, the question, I think, to put it even more uh, in, in regards to this particular quarterback in this particular situation, if Ole Miss is down 28 to 24 with three minutes to go, by the way, the, the temperatures dropped a little bit. It's nighttime on Tiger Stadium in Death Valley. Can he get them into the end zone? Right now, George, I don't know that he can. So uh, I, I think eventually, as quarterback at Ole Miss, maybe later on in the season, but at Tiger Stadium, you know, I don't know that he can do that right now. Watson, say hello to Brad Logan. Brad, thanks for coming back on with us, man. Glad to have you. Coach, it's awesome to hear you again. I know, and, and I don't want to turn this – in, in, to me, get an interview, but but I'd love to ask you a question. Uh, Go for it. Played at Tiger Stadium. You played in the nighttime. You, you've seen that place really, really special. What were your thoughts coming away from playing in Tiger Stadium, and, and kind of some things that you've taken away as a coach? Um, Brad, to me, you 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 don't want to get behind those people. They they thrive off of good things happening and they take good things, turn them into great things. But they're also a crowd that when things aren't going as well, they may not be as strong as some of the other stadiums are and sticking with your team. So I've always said, you go in to Baton Rouge, you just need to stay on top and, 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 and keep a little momentum uh, going to have a shot at winning because when they get going and the team's playing well and they jump on somebody, uh, I thought that happened in the Tennessee game. Getting behind early, Tennessee never felt that crowd. And everybody said, well, it was a day game. Uh, uh I'm telling you, it's got something to do with how the game's going. <laughs> they're, they're, they're a great crowd. They're one of the best. But I do think that they're, they're, they're an up-and-down crowd. And I've been in there quite a few times as a coach. And and so Ole Miss needs to stay ahead, uh, Brad. And my question is, I'll, I'll make a statement. I don't think this schedule could have fallen better for Ole Miss. They got all bunch of new players. They catch teams they can beat early in the year. They can slowly get better as they go. They nearly blew it against Kentucky, and Kentucky just nearly gave it back to them, to be very honest. But – now they 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 should be about as good as they could possibly be up to this point, and now they they really start. And I think the first one is always the key. I think you win this one, 
there is a confidence level that they haven't had yet, Brad, because they haven't had to beat somebody like this on the road yet. And if they win this one, I think they make a big jump. They lose this one, it could really hurt them. I think this is the trigger game of the year, really and truthfully. Yeah, Coach, I completely agree with you. I think you can get some confidence going into the Texas A&M game coming up next week. I don't know that A&M is very good. And quite frankly, I'm not sure how good LSU is. Yeah. I think they're getting better. I mean, Jane Daniels, the quarterback, they've got John Emery, the senior running back. He's been playing pretty well. Uh, we haven't seen Ollie Gay, the defensive end, play, the, play the, the, the season that we kind of expected him to say. Some of the NFL folks were saying that he was going to be, the, you know, kind of a first-round guy. We haven't seen that, I, I think so. Uh, but I think from an Ole Miss standpoint, I, I think it is absolutely a game that you could kind of circle and say the season could kind of split and go one way or the other. I think the good news for Ole Miss is is they've got an opportunity to, to catch an LSU, specifically defensively, that is susceptible to, to, to the run. I mean, we saw what Auburn did, what Florida did on the ground. That's Ole Miss's bread and butter. I have no doubt that Brian Kelly is going to do his best to stop that Ole Miss rushing attack. And, George, kind of going back to what you were talking about, it's going to fall at the hands of Jackson Dart because I think LSU is going to do everything they can to try to stop the run. I mean, they've seen the Queenshine Junkins and Zach Evans, those two transfer running backs, are clicking on all cylinders. They're healthy now. There's a good chance that, uh, that Ole Miss gets a couple of, of, of offensive linemen back that have been injured. And I think this is an opportunity for Ole Miss to do some damage down there, but they're going to have to be able to throw the football. If they're going to win the game, I think there's no doubt about that. And it goes back to what George said. If Ole Miss can alleviate the turnovers and keep Jackson Dart from throwing those interceptions, that's the key to winning the game, I think, for Ole Miss. And oddly enough, Coach, Ole Miss is going to have to run the ball to open up the passing game. And by, I'm sorry, I'm, let me rephrase that. They're going to have to throw the ball to open up that <laughs> passing game because they, Ole Miss – I think LSU's really going to put everybody down and force Ole Miss to throw the ball without question. Yeah, and, and I have two question marks, Brad, going into this game watching Ole Miss. I'm not sure they're good enough in the passing game yet to be considered in the championship level, and I'm not sure they're good enough on defense yet to be in the championship level. But it's coming to a head now. They're going to start playing people that have seen them play, know what they do best. They're, this SEC's got good coaches, and they're going to stop what you do best. So we're going to find out if the passing game is good enough and if the defense is good enough. And I think we're going to find out Saturday night in, LA, in Baton Rouge. Yeah, Coach, I agree with you. You know, Ole Miss has kind of been fighting. The, they're 7-0, and but they haven't played anybody. And that's not to say that Ole Miss is bad, but it's not necessarily saying they're good either. I think the key call out of what you just said is we're about to find out. And I think yep. uh, there are a lot of people across the college football landscape that are kind of having some question marks about Ole Miss. I think they'll at least have some form of answers at some point Saturday night. 100% agree with you. And and uh, I'm really anxious to watch Dart play when it really now, when it's going, he's going to be called on. Uh, he's he's got to get more consistent. But honestly, Brad, and George, this will be it for me. Honestly, I think he can. You put this many new players together offensively, the, what's the slowest thing to come along, Brad, at, in football? The passing game. Because it, 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 is, it is a lot harder to put it all together, protection, timing of routes with throw, quarterback throwing, than the running game is. So 
It'll be the last thing to come, but it's time. It's time for the passing game to stick out Saturday. And I think one thing, uh, Coach and George, and George, you saw this in Nashville a couple of weeks ago. Some of the throws that Jackson Dart was throwing, number one, he's getting more comfortable with his wide receivers. He's getting receivers like Jordan Watkins that has transferred in from Louisville. They're starting to get a lot more comfortable with each other. And I think for Ole Miss, when, when LSU tries to take away Jonathan Mingo, who had a record day against the Commodores, then you've got receivers like Dayton Wade and Malik Heath. They're going to have to take a step up. And, I, and I'll say this, too, following up what Coach has just said. Jackson Dart will not or has not ever seen anything what he's about to see and hear in Tiger Stadium on Saturday. So oh, I yeah. just think Ole Miss fans need to understand this is going to be something that's going to take an acclimation period for both him and that other offense, because Lane Kiffin and this team, a lot of the players went through it last year at Tennessee. Now a lot of these new transfers, they're about to be indoctrinated in the SEC football come Saturday night for sure. Boy, you got that right. Hey, Brad, before I let you go, this is a question that people want to talk about. Lane Kiffin's going to be a hot rumor again at the end of the season. How far is Ole Miss prepared to go to keep him? Financially, the sky's the limit, and I have that under a pretty good, uh, pretty good reference point that Ole Miss, if they lose Lane Kiffin, it will not be due to finance. Now, there could be an opportunity that could have Lane Kiffin maybe go somewhere because he feels more adapt or maybe more comfortable about winning a national championship, and I do think there are other places that you have that opportunity, but if you are playing in the SEC West, you've essentially, in a particular you're essentially in a playoff starting on Saturday night. I mean, you've got to win the rest of them to get in that four-team playoff as it is. So, I mean, all that stuff takes care of itself. But financially, Ole Miss is, is not going to allow Lane Kiffin to lead because of that. But obviously, if there's a particular job that opens that he feels more comfortable that he could win a national championship or can move on or get better as a head coach, sure, then, then I don't know there's anything that could stop him there. Brad, great info. I can't thank you enough on short notice. Uh, I, I said that the last time you were on, too, I think. Uh, thank you for coming on. Always us. always a pleasure. That's Brad Logan. Man, he is, he is as, yes, same here. He is as Ole Miss an insider as it gets, and we thank him for joining us on the show. After the break, some NFL news. I would love to have been a fly on the wall to hear Jerry Jones fire the F-bomb at Bob Kraft. <laughs> Talk about Sue Ellen and JR and, and Cliff Barnes. Man, these NFL owners meetings are straight out of South Fork. This is Main Street Media Television. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com.
at WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. We pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Duret Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost, providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. Well, as a lot of you know, the NFL owners have held their meetings this week. I would have given anything to be a fly on the wall to hear some of this. Watson, uh, it's been well chronicled that Jerry Jones and Bob Kraft went at it. Uh, That picture looks a lot more lovey-dovey than when they got in that room a couple of days ago. I get the feeling that something's about to explode on the Daniel Snyder front. I don't doubt that that's what was going on that got heated. And when, of all people, Jim Ursay uh, comes out and says Daniel Snyder needs to go, I think he's going to go. Boy, I can't can't wait to see because, hey, that vote becomes personal. Everybody knows how you vote. And I'm anxious to see how different 
owners vote on this because it's going to come up. There's no doubt they're going to vote. And I just wonder if they've got enough votes to do it and who will run scared, who will be strong. Uh, I don't know when that is, but I look forward to the day. So you don't think, George, that Jerry Jones was at at the craft wedding? You don't believe he was there? The the trouble that they had, you figured that he was invited and maybe didn't show up. Or maybe he didn't give a gift commensurate with with his wealth. I don't know. Oh, Lord. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like something is going to happen now. When an owner, because up till now, they've all brushed it aside and nobody wants to touch it. It's like a hand grenade. But all of a sudden, Ursay, of all people, comes out and says, he needs to go. I think he's going to go. Well, the hand grenade happened when the story came out about Snyder nailing everybody. That was the hand grenade. And so now you're sitting there saying, "Mm, am I one of those? Do I want to vote this and then have him coming after me, knowing that I voted to put him out? Uh, (laughs) Like I say, I'm anxious to see which owner votes which way. And uh, it's going to be fun to see. I'm not as strong that he'll be out as you are. I'm telling you, I'm not as strong as you are. That's a strong vote to come out and do that. I think there's more coming, Watson. Well, we'll see. I I think you're going to get more info on what's been going on in Washington. I hope for their fan base that they get some closure on this. That is too good a franchise to have been taken into the mud the way this has been. Let's go to Green Bay for a minute. Watson, I remember a year and a half ago, Aaron Rodgers screaming and yelling about, you have got to get me some weapons. And you know what? He's right. Yeah. They don't have any weapons. He's right. He's absolutely right. And uh, all these quarterbacks are good players, but when all of a sudden their dudes are gone, they ain't near as good. Look at Brady when he had his out for about three weeks. When you don't have those guys that you know that you can throw it to, and you've got to have at least two of them because if you're going to double this one over here, you know you can throw it to the other guy. Uh, they don't have the weapons, and I'm not sure how good they are, period, George. I I was not impressed with that defense against the Jets the other day at all. So I'm not sure the biggest – overranked team going into the season one, the green Bay Packers. We'll see, but uh, I don't see a team near as good as the last year's Packers. So in the sweepstakes of that one free agent wide receiver, that's sitting out there. If you're green Bay, do you go get him? I don't know. I'm not sure they're sitting there saying, how good are we? Do we want to go spend this money? And we're really not that good a team. Uh, Whoever goes after him really thinks they can win it all. At this point in a season, and you go take a guy this late, you, you're you bringing a guy in to take you all the way. I don't think a middle-of-the-pack team signs him whatsoever. I don't think he will go to a middle-of-the-pack team. I don't. I don't think he will. I think he, he, he liked last year. He liked the taste of last year. And uh, I think he's going to do the same thing. He's looking to see who's good enough to win it all as a team is maybe good enough to win it all needing a guy. 
Should uh, the Titans be pursuing this particular situation? If they think they're good enough, how do you not? How do you not? I'd just sign him for a year. If he'd sign for a year, uh, how do you not? You don't have a go-to guy. You do not have a go-to guy. You're not going to have a go-to guy. Trey Burks is not going to be that guy this year. He's sitting out now for, what, three more weeks? He's on the IR. Uh, He's not going to be the guy. So you don't have one. And if they're truly think they're good enough, I don't see how you either trade for them. That's what I thought, and that may be dying down. I said, okay, what they're doing, they're going to take Hooper. They're going to use him and maybe somebody else and try to bring in another offensive tackle or a wide receiver. That's where I think they're really hurting. And I thought that's what they're up to. This makes sense to me. And now it's kind of died down, George. I don't think the Titans are good enough to win it all. I think they're plenty enough to be a fourth seed in the playoffs. But I don't think they're good enough to win it all because of a missing Taylor Lewan and a missing A.J. Brown. Okay, let's go. Um, let me Let me just sort of toss a couple at you. Okay. I watched Denver a couple of nights ago. And for a little bit of the first half, I saw some of the magic in Russell Wilson. But then the whole thing just died again, and they look just as lost as they've looked all year. Are they fixable? Their defense is plenty good enough. It's a shame. Uh, I don't. I don't like the offense at all. I don't like the flow. I don't. I don't see an offense. Like with the Titans, I see an offense. I know what they're trying to do, and it works or it don't, but I know what they're trying to do, George. I can't say I can watch Denver, and I even know what they're trying to do. Uh, So, yeah, I agree with you, and it's frustrating. Uh, I don't know how good the talent is or whatever, but I also see nothing in a thought process of what they're doing. The reason they were good early, that's their – game plan from the week. And I think they were open the week before. So they had two weeks to game plan and they went down their little script. And once they got through the script, he was 10 for 10, but as soon as they got through the script and then adjustments are made on the other side, they went back to nothing again. That's what they've looked like all year. And I keep asking myself, is this Russell Wilson or is this the offense that they're trying to run that I don't see any off philosophies, I guess is the word. I don't see a philosophy or is a combination of both. I don't know that I can answer that yet. I'm not willing to believe that Russell Wilson in six months went from this skill level down to this. I'm not buying it. Yeah. And, I don't think it's it, him. I, I don't know. I put it on the offense first. I put it on the philosophy of what I see them trying to do. Uh, That's what I put it on now. Russell's got to start making more plays, though, George. He's he's not near the player in critical times that he's been before. But maybe he has no philosophy to go to. Maybe he's out there on an island by himself. I don't know. But I, I will throw it at the offense right now, not Russell Wilson. Okay, let, let's do a tad bit of speculating here. The Packers don't go sign Odell Beckham Jr. 
that's who we were talking about earlier. I don't know if I ever said him by name. If I didn't, my apologies. We, prob we but, probably didn't, George. <laughs> but I, I guess we take for granted everybody knows who we're talking about. Right. But let's say they don't do that. Yeah. And let's say their season ends up in the dumper. They don't make the playoffs. They're really not a factor in December. Doesn't Aaron Rodgers want out? Yeah. I think so. Unless he's about ready to retire. And he might hang around one more year just to be a Packer. If he's going to play a few more years, he, he will not be in Green Bay next year the way this is going. I, I'm with you. That's what I, mean, I think. The other thing is he took shots at his coach. He sure did. Big time shots after the game the other night. That ain't a good sign either. That whole we need to simplify the oh, offense. That was totally at the head coach. Yeah, he might as well have put the helicopter with, you know, one of those signs. Just held, held the name right there in front of him. <laughs> right. I mean, it was so obvious. Oh, big time obvious. And I'm sitting there saying, huh? He's yeah, doing this right after the game? You can see it coming. Oh, I don't think he's there next year if he wants to play long periods of time. If he's one more year, I don't see him leaving Green Bay. And only only Aaron knows what he's thinking. So, Okay, good version of the NFL notebook. If we can get behind the scenes and get in that hotel and put a camera oh. in those NFL owners' meetings, we'll God. really have something for you. Good luck on that. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. Stat of the day is coming up. This is Main Street Media Television. Serving Williamson and surrounding counties, Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee offers comprehensive orthopedic care. With 16 sub-specialized physicians, our practice provides high-tech care with a hometown touch. We offer physician clinics, physical and occupational therapy, advanced imaging, and surgical services, including interventional procedures. Call us at 615-791-2630. We're Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee. High-tech care with a hometown touch. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor-trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad, I couldn't work for almost a year? I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor-trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor-trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. At Sumner Funeral and Cremation, our mission is to serve families as our own, celebrate the life of their loved one, and help begin the healing process. My whole family, including my wife and my mom and siblings, were very happy with the treatment that we received. I would highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation. We offer funeral, burial, cremations, and pre-planning services. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. 
urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Hey everyone, I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace and we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. It is time for Stat of the Day, powered by John English Vintage Sports and Cards. We've got memorabilia, trading cards, antique and historical sports equipment, games, advertising, and many more sport-related items. You can visit them in Shelbyville, Tennessee. They're open Tuesdays through Fridays from noon to 5 o'clock and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5. So basically all day Saturday, you can uh, stop into John English Vintage Sports and Cards. You can also find them online at johnenglishgradedcards.com. Also, go give Eric Berner a call at uh, Rockcastle Wealth Advisors. His number is 615-490-7052 or visit rockcastlewealth.com for more information. It is time to reveal today's stat of the day as uh, as we get to it here. Which starting NFL quarterback has this career starting record for a franchise? With this all-time franchise record, quarterback, 19 and 19. The franchise record, 472 and 72 and 11. Okay, Watson. Let's. Uh, 38 games would appear to me to be two plus years. So whoever this person is, they're into their third year in a franchise that's pretty, you know, Meh. middle of the road. Although middle of the road in the NFL can uh, can get you somewhere. So right off the bat, you got anybody you're thinking about? Uh, middle of the pack, three years playing, because this is a middle of the pack team with a franchise record of what it is. And he's been with them three years. Would the Chargers be that? Let's think about that. That'd be 940 games, which would be about 55 years. Are they hadn't played long enough? You know what? I think you've got it. <laughs> 
Who did he say, George? He said the Los Angeles Chargers. No way. Well, you still got a, the quarterback, I'm guessing. You know who their quarterback well, is. We're not going with John Hadle. Do you think, Watson, do you think he even knows who John Hadle is? No. Well, I didn't hear what, the quarterback's name. What, you gotta you gotta make sure you know what number what number did uh John Hadle wear when he played for the Chargers, Billy? Number 10. No. 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 Number 21, 21, buddy. 21. That's how you know. That's not even legal anymore. No. Anyway, Justin Herbert is what we th- uh uh-huh. looky there, Watson. Out of boy, Watson. Wait a that one, that out one was pulled out of the nothing. I'll say just pulled out. <laughs> well, no, I think I pretty well said it. <laughs> When's the last time Watson got one on his own? Oh, what what don't well, thank you very much, Billy. What kind of a rip I'm was just, that? I'm just I'm just trying to look back. No, and, you're, and you're look. showing a lack of respect. Yeah, that that's that's lack of respect for your elders. Oh, don't give me that. That is really uncalled for. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to get a little bit more of it here. If coming you were up, so. sitting in this seat, you'd find that playing this game where you're trying to pluck a, a needle out of a haystack, basically the last two weeks, every question, it's one out of 32, and you expect us to do it in two minutes. And you know what, Watson? We're pretty dadgum good at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, their time's coming. I, I'm telling you. Yeah. The longer I listen to him, the more I say their time's coming. Oh yeah, we may we just, just have we to. just gave him one. We gave him a we gave him a stat. What number did John Hadle wear? Well, when he played for the Chargers, when when, no when when did he play? In the sixties, <laughs> long before you were born, brother. You could have given me somebody at least from the eighties. Well, no. Why do you do us that way? You're all over the place when you give us these questions. <laughs> Seems like some dissension in the ranks. I'm <laughs> telling you. Billy, if I were you, I would let everybody know that we've reached I wonder, 5 o'clock. Chase is the next youngest. I wonder if he oh. knew what number. We've got him here. We need to ask him Okay, that. we'll ask him in a minute. Okay, well, I've got some reading to do first. I know you do. Read well. <laughs> we are into the 5 o'clock hour, and it is powered by Middle Tennessee Bone & Joint Clinic. They combine state-of-the-art orthopedic service with a family atmosphere, whether It's a sports injury, a sprained ankle, or a major joint replacement. MTBJ has the staff, training, and equipment needed to take care of any patient in any circumstance. Visit them on the web at mtbj.net for more information. And that rolls us into Week 8 Underdog Picks, powered by Sir Speedy. Of course, uh, whether you need top-notch printing, custom web design, or a direct mail marketing campaign, they are ready to help. Get the quality products, services, and experience that your business deserves. Partner with Sir Speedy today by logging onto their website. That's SirSpeedy.com, the premier sponsor and provider of the largest banner in, in history. the history of the world. All you really have to say, the official sign provider the of official, the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night. The official sign provider of the Plaster and Friends Celebrity that Bowling Night. That is one big old sign. There we go. Okay. It is time for underdog picks. Let's bring the contestants front and center stage. Left corner at the bottom, Darren McFarland recovering from the Guardians' lengthy playoff run. They took the Yankees to game five. Man, I was rooting for you. 
Yeah, George, I figured once they got rained out, I was screwed. I didn't feel yeah. good about the rain. Well, game four, too. They had to win. I mean, I just knew if it got pushed to five, they're in trouble. The raid out definitely hosed them, but what are you going to do? I mean, I, I told you ever since we've been doing this all season, I mean, I didn't expect them to be here, so who am I to bellyache about oh, great how season. far they went? Yeah, great season. So you know who John Hadel was. Yeah. By the, way, can, by the way, can MTB fix my bone and joints? Because they need fixed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry. A Sorry. Darren health update. Yeah. Well, I'm just, of- you know, trying to give some love to one of your sponsors and see if they what? can fix my bone and joints. Yeah. What have you broken now? I haven't broken anything. It just ate. <laughs> it just hurt okay. all the right. time. It could be all that hair product. <laughs> Oh, this is all natural, George. What are you talking about? I'm sure it is. Chase McCabe is pinch hitting for Willie Donick. Um, when did you find out about this? I'm guessing what in the last hour? <laughs> no, actually, he planned ahead. I was proud of him. He asked Didn't me really? yesterday. Four, yesterday. Yeah, three o'clock. Yeah, three o'clock. Yeah, no, at three o'clock. No, it was yesterday. I was like, sure, I'll do it. It'll be fun. Yeah. So, so you won for him when you pitched it the last time. I did. So did he give you a list of games or did he just say, screw it, you're better than I am? Just like today, he did not participate at all. So he just let me fly on my own, which really? which worked out well for him. Freedom. So, freedom. That's big. I Are am you over the Braves? You're wearing a green shirt today, George. I'm shocked. I'm sorry. I'm shocked. Darren. <laughs> I'm confused. I thought you would look like an orange cone today on the show. <laughs> Traffic cone. Oh, did he? Did did George take Tennessee last oh, week? Yeah. Yes. Very yeah. very good. Yes, that worked out. Smart people do that. Talk they about do. magic. So, uh, Chase, are you over the Braves' loss? Uh, yeah, I have not watched one pitch of baseball since Saturday. No, but... that's not a good attitude. There's no, but it's you know I will. It just you can't be that way. I know. Look, the somebody needs you. Somebody asked me if I was okay, and I just put the Braves World Champions hat on and sent them a picture and said, "I'm I'm doing just fine." Here's so. the answer. We're not done. No, it's not the last world title that this nucleus is going to win. You need to remember that. No, it's not. This is not the '90s. This is you know they're going to win more than one. I'm curious of where Dansby's going to go because I don't feel like he's coming back. But, you know. I wonder what's going on there. I wonder if he's asked for the moon. I wonder if they're not, you know, being fair. I, we don't know. Nobody's saying anything. Yeah, and I don't know how you feel. I, I love Dansby. Like, you know, he's Vandy and he's Braves through and through. But if he's asking for the moon, I'd let him walk. They have enough. Uh, you know, Von Grissom can yeah. play shortstop. And and they have they have a, a good pipeline, so I'd hate to see it. He's been a a key part, but you know if he's asking for a lot, good luck, Commissioner. Take over. Act like you're in charge, gentlemen. <laughs> welcome to Week Eight of the Underdog Picks, brought to you by Sir Speedy. Let's go over the Week Seven results. Willie Donick will go through his pick first. He had Penn State plus seven at Michigan, and Michigan boat raced them i mean that was not even a ball game in that second half 
Penn State lost that one 41-17. So, Chase, a little bit of pressure. A little bit of pressure on you today. That we'll have mm. to we'll no have pressure to... on Chase. He's undefeated. Yeah, but he's he's picking for Willie. This isn't well, you know what? Then Willie needs to pay him some money or something. I mean, <laughs> you know, he can't just rely on Chase to win a title for him. Hey, Chase, I'm confident in Chase. I'm not. Oh, I am too. I think so, that's I, why thank you very much. Good shot at this. Chase, um, if Willie were forced to react to that beatdown last week, what would he say? Um, this is your commissioner speaking or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, we've heard that. <laughs> we've heard that before. Uh, no, he'd probably praise both teams and, and how they all did a good job. And, you know, it just coach Willie would come out and then he'd move on coach Willie. Yep. Well, gentlemen, this Darren's is, familiar. <laughs> this is your commissioner speaking. And, and, uh, I'm here to say George plaster has won a bet. My, my goodness. I mean, I, 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 I can't believe it. Yes. Congratulations. How does it feel? You took Tennessee plus the seven. Everybody was was ripping you. Everybody said no shot here, but Tennessee pulls it out 52 to 49 on Saturday. I mean, what 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 are the feelings right now? Darren, did you notice Tuesday night that they played Rocky Top at the Preds game? Oh, yeah. And then they scored right afterwards. Right. And yeah. did you notice how many people participated? Yes. Did you see how many people had uh window flags and Shirts oh. and sweatshirts on Sunday morning. Unbelievable. Coming out of the woodworks. Oh. Have, have you guys watched Hinden Hooker's Heisman odds and how those have changed? He was he was like 60 to 1 or some. I've seen 80 to 1. I got him at 40 to 1 beginning of the season, and now he's like plus 250. Do you know who the first person is that I heard bringing that up? Who's that? Watson Brown. Mm. Well, coach is a smart man. Mm. how about it how about it well he wasn't smart this weekend he took fsu against clemson they lost that one 34 28 watson you were you were you were close here but didn't really in that second half didn't really uh, ever think that would come no, i wasn't come totally true I, I could i could tell middle of the second quarter that thing was over i wasn't close that was a bad pick i had another one in my heart you gotta bet you sure can't figure this stuff out. So you better just bet with what you feel. And I was I was going, I told George this before, I was going with Hawaii to upset Nevada. I didn't take it, and I went with this one. Bad pick. One mm. that, it's, that game was not that close. Darren, how bad is a team to lose to Hawaii by double digits? Bad. <laughs> bad. Real bad. Wretched. <laughs> Okay, final because final pick. Final Vandy, pick. Vandy and MTSU ripped Hawaii to shreds, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who beat Hawaii again? Who was it? Hawaii. Hawaii. They beat Nevada. They beat Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. Nevada. We'll see how okay, long. Let's get to Darren's pick because it was a good one. Let's get to it. Pick. Illinois plus the six and a half against Minnesota, and they got the win, twenty six to fourteen. Darren, I, I was a little confused by that line, and I, I'm glad somebody took it there. But big Brett Bielema, he just he keeps rolling, and he rode the boat this weekend. Sunk oh, the boat. At, yeah, yeah, he sunk the boat. That's <laughs> that's right, Watson. But 
look, when you look at his physique, he does do a lot of rolling. There's no doubt. Um, <laughs> he rolls right out of cafeterias and buffets and all kinds of stuff. Look, if you, if you had over 40 and a half carries for Chase Brown, you were a winner. Did you guys see that? He carried the ball 41 times in that game. Yeah. Right. And you're complaining about needing bone and joint. What do you think that poor guy feels like? He could he could use some help from MTB, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So uh, is this where you release the standings? This is where I'm still dead last. Yeah, yeah George still dead last at one in six with with you you got a touchdown on the board. You got seven points yeah, though. Thank you. Watson Brown still leads the charge, just barely by Willie, but both of those guys at the top. Took took a couple of losses this past weekend, so we'll see some reshuffling this weekend. Watson at three and four, Willie at three and three. Darren slowly but surely here with a with a Willie loss last weekend. It, things are looking a little bit better for Darren. So chip, chip 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 chipping away. Darren at two and five now, thirteen and a half points. Darren, all of a sudden your self esteem now is it's got to be way higher than last week. I mean, we were talking about the the poor self esteem last week. I mean. That's got to feel better now. Yeah, Billy. It's. I mean, I, I'm within striking distance. I mean, I can now see the competition. So that excites me. Yeah. There, there's light. The leaders. There's light at the end of the tunnel for for yeah. DMAC. So we'll, we'll have to see. Where what the hell is there for me? Well, there's, there's work to <laughs> I do. I'm stuck in some gutter and never going to get out. <laughs> you need two touchdowns, George. Thank you, Chase. <laughs> Thank you for your perspective you're welcome i think we need to go to a break let's do it let's do the let's darren, go to the break. darren's got a little time limit you know unlike willie who's big timed us with his predator duties darren has duties as well but he is here present and accounted for right darren that's right stay that's right. tuned he leads off oh mm. oh no. yeah. oh big time darren no Willie Dash Chase, me, and then Watson hitting cleanup. Stick around. This is Main Street Media Television. Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal asset. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. 
All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East, and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. It is the moment that none of you have waited for, the time where we reveal what's going to happen this week in the underdog picks. Before I turn it over to the commissioner, here is the order. Chase doesn't get his own picture. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, it's okay. I need to contact uh, Chase next time. I, I thought Willie was in it, but then I got a text from Willie saying, Chase is going to be his pinch hitter. Yeah. So. Now I forgot to mention that he did ask me yesterday, but I think he told Billy at four o'clock. <laughs> when did he tell you? When did you find out? He he maybe has not. Maybe he has not the, contacted me. Really? No. So Willie, really big time in us, man. Well, Chase is here and he is accounted for. So we got he will go second pinch hitting for Willie. Darren McFarland will lead things off as we. Just teased after, uh, before the break. George Plaster will go third and hitting fourth, Watson Brown. Darren, don't you agree with me that Watson's sitting there in the four hole? There, there's plenty on this week's Agreed. card. Yeah. Yes. I literally just told Chase during the break, because uh, he goes, I think you're going to steal my pick. I said, honestly, I like a lot of games. Yeah. So I agree with you. Okay. Commissioner? Gentlemen, this is your commissioner speaking. Yeah, whatever. As uh, it, it, it'll it'll get better. It, it'll get better, and maybe it'll get better for you. Kind of rolling on here, George, this weekend. So uh, we'll, we'll see about that. But 
Starting things off, Darren. Gummit, I just won, Watson. What? What is that? I don't know what's what he what was in his coffee today, but he's Sounds he's a been vaccinated. a little he has been a little brat all day long today. <laughs> he really has been. I, I'm trying to step up my game. I, I, oh, I, Willie Donna, you stepped in some mud, but yeah. hey, real quick, Darren, Darren, and George, was I ever a little brat? Oh no, you were an angel, Chase. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Chase was back, the angel. Back before you had a beard. Yeah. Well. <laughs> all right, Darren, here we go. Where, where are you going this weekend? Uh, first of all, I do want to clarify. The minute I said, I was like, that doesn't sound right. And I was like, yeah, that's because it's not right. They didn't play MTSU. It was Western Kentucky. Western, Western Kentucky. And, yeah. and Vandy went out there and just, by the way, Hawaii. And we've also seen Colorado State. I think that's what. MTSU beat Colorado State. Colorado State's awful, and they're favored by five over Hawaii. That's how bad Hawaii is. So, are you taking Hawaii? No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> so, I, you know, there was a time and a place, and I've got proof, and I'm not going to show it here on this show, but I keep it in my wallet. Uh, it's my college ID. And anytime I'm in a bad mood or I need a laugh, I pull up my college ID and I realize uh -huh. that I had a mullet and I've got proof. And so in honor of the mullet in the late 80s, um, I'm going to go with the mullet man uh, getting six and a half at home, uh, coming off a loss, a tough loss to TCU. And I'm going to take the Cowboys from Oklahoma State. Okay. So Darren rolling with the mullet man and the Cowboys this weekend, Oklahoma State plus six and a half. Darren, who did you say they're playing here? I'm trying to look it up Texas. right now. They're playing Texas. Texas. Okay. It's under tackle football. Under tackle oh, football. Watson's a, hey, Watson's a Hook'em Horns fan this weekend. Oh, no, I'm not a Hook'em Horns fan. No. <laughs> no. He's he's familiar with the program. Yeah. Well, he is familiar with, <laughs> yeah. familiar with it, but I'm not a Horns fan. For a couple of reasons we won't go into. Yeah, well. I'm not a Horns fan. Darren, you, you did. You did it. Did you I? took okay. my pick. Yep. Okay. But I had a backup, so we're good. I, there's, yeah. there's other good games along. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's – there's there's it's plentiful, bountiful. Yes. So that, was, that was an admittance there, Chase? You, that was on your card? Yeah. Online. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good right pick. there where the check mark is. Yeah, Oklahoma State. It's a good pick. It's going to win. Maybe. Maybe Darren might be changing that one. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Willie Donick. Chase McCabe is pinch hitting for Willie Donick though. So Chase, you won the last time. So you you are undefeated. You are one and zero. He's are got you... more points than I do. <laughs> I know, and and I you know looking at the strategy because Willie. You know, Willie's only back by a couple of points. I could, you know, I could take an easy one, a, a, a chip shot, but I'm going to try and help him out a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go to Eugene, Oregon and take UCLA plus six. Yeah, there you go. That was second on my list. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That was yeah. my pick. I didn't think anybody would take that one. Ah. Yeah, that was Sorry, second Watson. on my list. There, there's that still more. Pick. Though there's more. There's more. There's more. You like the card, George? I like the card That's a lot. It's a good card. It's a really good card. Okay, so there's we got some winners out there. There's some winners out there. We got a couple steals. Watson wasn't happy after that one. Chase, not happy after Darren. So uh, we'll have to see. George, you are on deck, and you're, you like the card. You're darn tootin' I do. Watson, 
Yeah. Who was it that had the saying, give me liberty or give me death? Oh, you're going with liberty. Yes, I am. Old Hugh Freeze. Good for you, George. Yes. Was that on your list? Uh, Yeah. I wouldn't say it was real high. but Okay. I had it. It was, it was on the list. Okay. It was on my list. Darren, was it on your list? No, I, I I've got some friends that are Mormons, so I didn't. I want. I wasn't going with Liberty. <laughs> really? So this was a religious thing. I, I talked to Brent Peterson the other day, and I just felt I owed it to him to to kind of side with BYU. So okay. What's that number what, there, George? No, what you, is the line on that? Again, under tackle football, seven, uh, I mean, Liberty's a seven-point dog. Okay. Is that the Plaster Sports Book, or is that? that fan do I, I need to confirm that i will uh, i will get confirmation there so <laughs> isn't okay, that your job <laughs> you would think he might look this stuff up before <laughs> we talk, you know? i mean well you i mean could, i i get the picks and i'm out here scrambling for these on numbers. my on my screen which is cbs sports it says liberty plus seven liberty okay chase with the with the proof there well okay. wh- what did you think i was doing <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just I mean, if sure. that's the case, then give me Liberty plus 17. I mean, <laughs> we're not playing that game. I already <laughs> tried that one week, George, and it didn't work. Did and and the, the team backed me down on that one. The commissioner gave it to me, but the team backed me down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, George, taking, taking Liberty plus this commissioner seven. is weak. <laughs> <laughs> Take it however, away. however, to your benefit, there have not been impeachment proceedings yet. Oh man, Willie had that happen one time. Yeah, that we had a vote on the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm looking That's forward so to bad. that. That's so bad. Okay, so George and, take Liberty. Bill, and Billy, it had nothing to do with an intern. So if your your head was going there, it had nothing to do with an intern. Okay, just about <laughs> him as a commissioner. Okay. Okay. So Liberty plus seven for George mm-hmm. against BYU. It's a good solid pick. Give me Liberty or give me death. I like it. Watson, you are up next. Most Where- uh, really, there's only one left of the seven point ones that are good. And I'm not even sure this one's good, but you guys hit all three of the seven pointers, in my personal opinion. Uh, what is Ole Miss's thing? Is it up to two and a half now? Like, Brad Rogan said two and a half. I'm going to either pick Ole Miss or I'm going to take South Carolina. It's one of the two South Carolina against A&M. Is it three or two and a half now? South Carolina is three. South Carolina's three or two and a half. What do you think, George? You're always asking me. <laughs> Who is it? South Carolina's playing Texas A&M at home. Texas A&M at home. They, they had an oh. open date. And they're playing at home and playing Texas A&M. I would have taken Duke. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> good. Did anybody have Duke? They're on my list. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, I took them in the, the other competition that you're a part of. Who do they? They got Georgia Tech, don't they? No, they're no. Uh, Miami. 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 And that's a Miami is a fraud. Fraud alert. Yeah. Okay, so Watson, did we get Ole Miss a pick? Is two and a half, and South Carolina's three, right? Ole Miss is two and a half. Ole Miss is uh, two and a half. South Carolina's three, correct? 
I'm going to go with South Carolina. Okay. I'm going with South Carolina to beat Texas A&M in Bryce, whatever they call it, stadium. Williams Bryce Stadium. Yeah. The other seven I saw, guys, only one left I saw was that Washington Cal game. That's Cal's been very good at home and very poor on the road. On the road, yeah. Darren, do you need to run? We can review. I can stick around for review. Okay, because I heard the Predators had somebody in the penalty box already. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's going for haymakers. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Well, if we don't get this moving, there will be a delay game. So nine times, <laughs> nine times, man. We'll uh, we will keep it moving for you, Darren, and uh, we'll review your pick first. You took Oklahoma State, the Cowboys, plus six and a half Good against pick. Texas. Watson loved that pick. Uh, I think that was on his card. So that was the number one, one pick. Yep, Willie, aka Chase McCabe takes ucla plus six against oregon good pick another another great pick we'll see how that one pans out george plaster liberty plus the seven against brigham young university so uh, is that one at byu george no it's at liberty that's at okay liberty a home dog hugh freeze will out 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 coach coach kalani kalani sataki okay so liberty at home, getting seven against BYU for Georgia. Watson, South Carolina, plus three against Texas A&M at home. So, gentlemen, all that's left to say now is good luck this weekend. Yeah, same <laughs> too. <laughs> there's some winners in there, guys. I think we've picked them. I don't, I'll be curious yeah. to see. Yeah. I think there's winners in there. There's games out there to be won. Do you know what I almost did, Darren? Hmm. I almost took Vandy. Oh. Uh. I, Darren, that might have been. Was that on your card? No, no. no. Well, Watson Missouri, says no. Watson shaking exactly, his head too. They're, they're Missouri exactly. open date. Vandy's uh, had George, three toughies in a row. If, I was gonna say, if you've watched Missouri, their record could easily be better. They have lost yeah. some tough. Yeah. Games. Well, they blew the Auburn game. They just blew, flat blew the Auburn. Blew Auburn and Georgia. Watson, they played Georgia tight. You're right. They're not the four horsemen. Neither's Vandy. No, no, they're not. Neither's Liberty. Vandy's giving up over. Vandy's giving up over. Vandy's is on that team. What was that, Darren? Vandy's giving up over 200 points this year. Right. They've gotten it all out of their system. Why didn't you take Vandy? No, I don't know why. Somebody's got to take Vandy this year. No, I don't know. Might as well have taken UT Martin if you go take that one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Darren, what time is pregame? Oh, I don't have pregame, George. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he just wants to get out of here early. No, I, I if all I mean, full disclosure, I gotta take Maddox to a pitching lesson. So well go to it. That's so, that's important. Tell him to throw strikes. I say let him get out of here and get that took care of. Yes, absolutely. He's in- He's got. He goes to a great pitching coach. His name is Les Waldron in Nolansville. He spent a season with the Cardinals, a season with the Phillies, and a season with the Cubs, and mainly pitched over in Japan. So you're looking for this child. Maddox is how old? He just turned 11 last week. 
you're looking for him to fund your IRA in about 10 years. Hell yes, I am. <laughs> that that bone right. and joint surgery. Yes. I, <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Darren, thank you. Yep. Thanks, guys. Chase, thank you for your pinch hitting duties. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And Watson, thank you for just being here. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I know you really mean that. I do. Okay. We'll go to the break and then plaster well, bets. Let me let me butt in here. I don't I don't know if you see him. Brian oh, Stewart. I do see him. Brian Stewart's waiting. I do see him with the Titans hat. That's right. How you doing? I'm doing great. I, I like how you say that. You're like, oh yeah, I do see him. He's there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to take that, George. I really no, don't, but it's okay. Here's the thing. I've got to get stronger glasses. <laughs> That's uh yeah. Or either that or I just get better looking. I, I don't know which one is better. I which either way. The the little box that has your letters is really small. And so I see a B. And I think I see an N in there. Might need to go to the eye doctor. <laughs> so Brian, tell me what's going on. Uh, just a, another glorious day here in Middle Tennessee, trying to get people into these right homes that they're looking for. Um, you know, it's uh, we had an office meeting this morning, George. Uh, you know, all my agents came in. We had some had some breakfast. Got a little fellowship in. Uh, main question that came up is. You know, just like we were talking about yesterday uh, with the shift that's going on with the market, uh, you know, talking about thinking outside the box. And, you know, I, I feel like that is something that we're just going to keep carrying on right now because it, just like in 2008, the realtors that were, were selling and being successful in that period of time and the lenders as well, they were all thinking outside the box. They were thinking, all right, well, what do we need to do? in order to get buyers into homes and get sellers at the closing table. And, you know, it, it worked. It get, we got through, people got through that 2008 period where everything was doom and gloom. The piano was hanging over everybody's head and everybody thought the sky was falling. Well, you know, a lot of that is going on nowadays where, you know, oh my gosh, we don't have that 3% interest rate anymore. So there's no reason I need to go out and buy a home. Well, that's not true. There's still great homes out there. You can still get great value. Um, what I'm seeing a lot more now are these lenders are putting these buy down points on the interest for the buyers. Um, so like I said, if you have a 699 interest rate that's being offered to you, use these buy down points that the sellers are offering and get your rate down to the 499 or 599. I mean, that's a huge difference. Whenever you're talking a full point in percentage on rent on a, on a rate, that is a huge difference on a monthly payment. And it can make the difference on being able to look at a $500,000 home to being able to look at a $600,000 home. So <clears throat> there's a lot of options out there that are still available for buyers to get out there, find the dream home that they want. As we talked about, everybody loves having company over. Everybody likes having people over for that big football game, ha having a new home, having something to show off, so to speak. And having room for your kids, your family, your friends, that's something that everybody wants and dreams of. And that's what we're here to offer. We're trying to get you the best way into a home or to get a property for you. Uh, all you got to do is call us because we have the expertise here. So we've been around since 74. We're here to help. Uh, all we need you to do is give us a phone call and we can answer your questions. Man, in two minutes, you said it all. That was well done. 
Well, it's only because uh, you said that you were, you thought that you saw me there and, you know, I had to be prepared today because I felt, uh, I felt like even Watson, like you said to Watson a minute ago, you're just like, Watson, just thanks for being there. You know, there you go. Um, <laughs> it's like Watson didn't even have to say anything, you know, it's just that, yeah, Watson, you're there. Thank you, man. So <laughs> Brian, just thanks for being with us. <laughs> I'm going to take that one on the chin, George. Thank you, man. <laughs> hey, we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. Y'all have a great day. See you, Brian. Dude, we're going to make you some money when we come back. This is Main Street Media Television. Serving Williamson and surrounding counties, Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee offers comprehensive orthopedic care. With 16 sub-specialized physicians, our practice provides high-tech care with a hometown touch. We offer physician clinics, physical and occupational therapy, advanced imaging, and surgical services, including interventional procedures. Call us at 615-791-2630. We're Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee. High-tech care with a hometown touch. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor-trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad I couldn't work for almost a year, I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor-trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor-trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. The high school football season is here and nobody handles Friday nights better than Main Street Media. Here's Zach Womble with details. That's the name of the game here at Main Street Media and Main Street Preps. Is, you know, we've been doing this for a long time now and I think you hit on it. We've got an army of reporters across all of Middle Tennessee. I think there's about 130 schools uh, in the Middle Tennessee area and we cover, we try to cover all of them. We cover about 11, 12 counties at this point. And uh, yeah, those those Friday night shows, it's you know we're gonna we're gonna show we're gonna show that off. We're gonna showcase the talent that we have on the field with with reporters across several mid state games on the weekly basis. So you know whether you're in Williamson County, whether you're in Giles County or Murray County or Montgomery or Robertson or anywhere in between, we're gonna have you covered from six to eleven. Friday Night Live is presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office where fans don't let fans drive drunk. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. At Sumner Funeral and Cremation, our mission is to serve families as our own. 
celebrate the life of their loved one and help begin the healing process. My whole family, including my wife and my mom and siblings, were very happy with the treatment that we received. I would highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation. We offer funeral, burial, cremations, and pre-planning services. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Hey everyone, I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace. And we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes, and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. It's now time for Plaster's Bet of the Day, presented by Bart Durham Injury Law. Since 1975, Bart Durham has aggressively protected the rights of a broad range of victims of car accidents and personal injury in both Tennessee and Kentucky. If you, too, have seen your life interrupted by an injury on a highway, in a hospital, or at your workplace, let their attorneys do the work fighting for the full financial compensation that (coughs) you need. Learn more about Bart Durham Injury Law by logging on to bartdurham.com. Okay, let's check out what happened last night with uh, with George's selection. The Houston Astros got it done against the Yankees. What a performance by Justin Verlander last night. And and George Verlander pulls through for you. And you've got three tonight that oh, yeah. uh, that could uh, could be winners. So you could continue to inch closer to that five hundred mark. Watson, a two game winning streak feels like we're on fire oh yeah absolutely bud go for it okay so am i doing these one at a time yep they will uh they will appear here in just a couple seconds the first one will okay and there it is watson i'm going with arizona tonight just simply because i think the the travel the three days in between games it's it's a decided disadvantage it's not any great show of respect for Arizona. It is also the fact that I don't think New Orleans is all that good. Andy Dalton will start tonight for the fourth consecutive week instead of Jameis Winston. I just think Arizona, the, the, this is sort of their time. They get DeAndre Hopkins back. That'll give them. That's what I said. That 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 guy is bona fide. So he's, he's a touchdown a game. So I would, I think you're dead on with this one. Oh, I like it. Now check this next one out. Yes, I'm going with one of my old broadcast schools, Georgia Tech, and here's why. Under Jeff Collins, this team was 0-3. He got shown the door. The interim is 3-0. Watson, the interim is making a real run to force this new athletic director to pay attention to him. However, 
the new guy, Jay Bat. <laughs> Watson shaking his head. No, that's his name, Jay Bat. No, I'm saying this this guy's not. This guy's got to run the table to get the job. Yeah, <laughs> they're going for a big name this time. Right, and I think it's going to have some level of Alabama tie. Now, who knows? But they're going for a big. They're, they're they're not moving up, in my opinion. But this guy has done a really. He turnaround. really has. Real good turnaround. Virginia isn't any good. Georgia they're, Tech's going to win this Virginia, game. Virginia, George is – do you watch them? They're awful. They're yeah, awful. They I don't awful. know how you get that bad. That How's that quarterback turn from what he was last year to what he is this year? I don't I know. I can't figure them out. And Virginia he's got, is awful. He's got, he's got guys around him too. I don't know. I can't figure them out. I mean, how about Virginia and Virginia Tech at the same time going, poop? Yeah. Unbelievable. So I'm I'm with you on this one. I think Georgia Tech wins by more than three. Now what? here is the least that I feel confident about. Is this the battle of the belt? Is that what they call this? Oh, I don't know. Yes, they call it the battle of the belt. You're mm. dead on there, young pup. Appreciate it, coach. <laughs> young pup. Young pup. Watson, I'm taking South Alabama. You should. You think so? Yes. South Alabama's pretty good this year. Yeah, you think I'm going to throw out usually throw out the record in this game, uh, but I I I'd lean towards South Alabama myself. All three of these are on television um, for lot, Thursday night. A lot of stuff to watch. A lot of stuff to watch. Watson, we're going to go three and zero, oh, and then tomorrow we're going to lay about six of them on you. Oh, good gracious. Well, yeah. I hope you go 3-0 and because I went with you on all three. That's a bad sign for you, bud. I'm not, uh, a, I'm not a gambler. <laughs> I don't know. So, we'll you're out tomorrow, although I think we're going to hear from you for just a few minutes. Oh, yeah. We're we, going to do the Titans analysis yeah. piece. Our, our, we're the Titans. The tail of the tape. Oh, tail yeah. Tail of the tape. Excuse me. The Titans. Tail of the tape. tape. It's big. Listen. Uh, other than that, have a good weekend. Same to you, buddy. Enjoy the ball games. Thank you. Appreciate it. Billy? See you, Billy. George, see you, coach. I'll see you in the morning, George. Well, no, don't don't let that out. Well. I mean, you know, that's a broadcast <laughs> secret. Whatever. Can you believe that, Watson? <laughs> Whatever. I'm telling you, Billy, you can't be telling the off-the-air secrets, bud. <laughs> wow. Well, maybe no one knows. Well, now, well, now, now they, they do. do. Now they do. <laughs> it's our show prep. Billy, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you all for joining us for the show. I'll be back tomorrow. I know Watson will be back. Billy, I'd say he's 50-50 at this point. <laughs> this is Main Street Media Television. <laughs>